New on Curiosity Stream. From time to time, we have collisions between asteroids and the Earth. We track them. We study them. We hope the big one never comes. Don't look up. It's Asteroid Rush. And alligators. They rarely get sick. They even outlasted the dinosaurs. Could they hold the secret to human longevity? Their blood could have antibacterial applications. Wade into the investigation on immortal alligators. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Show, the place where WEEI.com's Rob Bradford talks all things that interest him. Some of which you might just want to listen to. So sit back and soak in another episode of the soon-to-be award-winning show a whole bunch of people are talking about. Here's Rob Bradford. Welcome to another edition of the Bradford Show. Second appearance on the Bradford Show, as we know, sponsored by Gould's Distinctive Clothing. Make me look so darn good. And Hub New England Insurance. And second appearance on the Bradford Show. The last one came the, the, even before spring training started, but it was down in Fort Myers. And that's third base coach, infield instructor, Brian Butterfield. Welcome back. Thanks a lot, RB. Great to be here. So you're a great person. You're always a great person to talk to. But today, is particularly, because we're talking a lot about infield, moving guys around, and and I'm just going to cut to the chase. So we're going to have a situation coming up here when Stephen Drew comes back, where it looks like Xander Bogart's going to move over to third. Your responsibilities when it comes to that. What does that entail? Have you already been talking a little bit about it, even though he obviously played it last year? Uh, a little bit, but you know, it's uh, right now. It's important that. You know, Bogey's got a game tonight at 7 o'clock. It's important that he's got his mind on shortstop. Uh, we will have time because Steven's got some things that he's got to do before he gets right. Uh, he's in great shape, too, by the way. But uh, uh, it's, it, they're two different positions, and uh, I think uh, Bogey will be fine during all of it. You know, I was talking. I was talking to Dustin Madroya about when he got moved off shortstop, and he, and he basically said, once you're a shortstop, you're always a shortstop. And he's, if you can play shortstop, you can play any position. Do you feel kind of along those lines that the, the foundation that Bogarts has at shortstop really helps him at third? I do. I think that, and I agree with Petey, I think that if you can play shortstop, you can play all the other positions. Although there are some differences, uh, you know, I consider middle infield a running position where 
the players are playing them a little bit more upright. They're running to the ball and they have time to get down underneath the ball, whereas the corners are protecting from the waist down. They're playing in a wider base, carrying their gloves lower, and it's more of a sway position uh, and a reaction position. So that part of it, his pre-pitch preparation and his first step reaction will be a little bit different on the corner uh, as it is uh, as opposed to shortstop. For you, this must be a little bit bittersweet because I know how much time that you've put in with, with Bogarts at shortstop and he's coming along quite well. Um, it's been a work in progress throughout the course of the regular season. Is that true? Is it kind of a mixed emotion? A little bit, and I think Bogey's done a great job. I know that there's a lot of uh, a talk centered around such a, a tough position and a pivotal position on a championship caliber club, uh, but I think he's a, a further along than I thought he would be. He's uh, made great strides, and you know he's not there yet. He's 21 years old, uh, but he's a good student. He's got great aptitude. He wants to be a great player, and I'm very pleased with where he's at. So. Uh, you know, I think that we're trying to build the best team that we possibly can, and, and adding Steven definitely makes us a better team, and uh, I think Bogey's athletic, and I think he's aware of uh, things that are going on that uh, he'll be able to make that transition to third base, and we'll have Steven at shortstop, and we'll be better for it. What's the first thing that you focus on when you start working with Bogarts at third base? I think first and foremost that pre-pitch where you know the ball gets on you a lot quicker when you're at third base as opposed to shortstop so now he's got to get used to playing in a lower uh, carrying his glove lower getting in a wider stance and moving as quickly as he can from that wider stance so you know it's he's a big guy so as Will Middlebrooks is too so that's a, a an adjustment period just playing with a wider base uh, and being able to accelerate off that wide base but uh, he did it last year. I think he'll be able to do it again. What What did he do well last year at third? Now, we know it was a new position for him, and we also know that he's probably going to improve as this year goes on. But what did he do well for a guy who, in that, on that stage, also having not had played that position that much? I think, RB, he showed great mental toughness. You know, there wasn't really enough time to go over the finer points technically, mechanically. Uh, he just fought it and willed his way to catch the ball, and that's all we wanted him to do. Sometimes it didn't look pretty, but the mo first and foremost, the, the most important thing is to catch the ball. So your feet aren't always going to be right, your glove's not always going to be right, your head's not always going to be right, but uh, bottom line is if you catch it and throw them out, uh, you've done your job. So I think that's what he did last year. He fought through it and, and uh, did a great job for us in crunch time. You know, we referenced Stephen Drew and what he did in the postseason last year. And I, I don't know if this is fair, but the perception is that it was a notch up defensively for what he did in the regular season. Going back to that, what did you did you see anything that he all of a sudden was doing better in the postseason than in the regulars. That's a great point. I, you know, I think he was great during the season. I, you know, just getting a chance to see the difficult plays that he's able to make and the way he attacks the ball. He attacks the ball more fearlessly than any shortstop I've ever watched. And uh, sometimes I go back and watch video of our regular season games last year, and I'm amazed at some of the plays that and the throwing, uh, the throwing slot that he achieves is just phenomenal. So, uh, you know, I'm a little bit biased, but I think he's the best defensive shortstop in the American League. So, uh, uh, I'm really looking forward to see him go again. Did you know that he was that good defensively? Because I'll be honest with you, we were in the winter meetings before they acquired him, and you talked to the people in Oakland or some of the reporters, and they were like, yeah, he's okay, he's okay. Did you understand how good he was? 
Well, you know, I didn't know that he was as good as what he showed last year. He, I, I thought he was just exceptional. But, uh, you know, I think that everybody's got a little bit different viewpoint on what a championship caliber shortstop is. If you're coming to the dance or you're interested in watching ESPN and watching highlight plays all the time, uh, then Steven's not the shortstop that you want to watch. But if you want the ball secured in crunch time and in big situations with a runner on third and two out and attacking the ball fearlessly and, and knowing what we're trying to do team defensive-wise, and Steven Drew's your guy. Did you talk to him very much or was it uh, when he first got here today about where he was at physically, where he was at in terms of his progress or was it just a how you doing we had a long talk uh, this morning uh, he got here early I got here early and we were able to uh, rehash some things and find out where he was physically and he's in great shape uh, he was on a program that allowed him to uh, take at least 80 ground balls a day uh, without rest so uh, I could see that today as I hit him ground balls he didn't need rest uh, he jumped back to his position and got a lot of reps I'd say we had 30 to 35 ground balls today and it didn't even look like he got tired is that the biggest thing uh, we, we look at uh, the Red Sox obviously would love to he, if he just picked up where he left off but that's asking quite a lot for a guy who hasn't been through spring training hasn't been here for a month and a half in the regular season but is that what you're looking for of, of this his ability to sustain throughout the course of a game? Absolutely, and I think that's a difficult thing to gauge. And, and we've talked about it. Stevens talked about it. John Farrell's talked about it. I think that you know it's a little bit of an unknown. A guy can come into camp in shape, uh, ground ball shape, uh, endurance shape, but uh, just that test of a nine-inning game, night after night. Uh, uh, how far can you go and how much can you do before something breaks down? So hopefully uh, we can have a healthy Stephen Drew because a healthy Stephen Drew is a productive Stephen Drew. Where were you when you found out that he was coming back? I was in the coach's room and it came across the scroll and uh, we had just gotten done talking about Stephen an hour prior. So uh, well, we found out it was official about an hour uh, after having talked about it. Again, not to you know, not to harp on the you know Bogarts has to move over and you have that whole dynamic. But for you, when you saw that scroll and when you found out that news, to have another weapon at your disposal must have been a pretty good feeling. Love it. You know, I, lo I love Stephen Drew and I love what he's going to bring to us and I love having Xander Bogarts here. I think uh, he gives us another element. And uh, you know, they're baseball players and sometimes. You know, it's early in the process. He's only 21 years old. If he moves to another position, he's still a good baseball player, and he's still going to help the Boston Red Sox win games. So I'm excited for both guys. Is there anything that you guys changed since last year that Steven would have to catch up on? Not really. I think Steven's going to – that's going to be the easy part. Uh, you know, we have the, basically the same signs. We do – basically the same thing team defensive-wise, and he's highly intelligent. He's highly intelligent, and he – wants to know everything that's going on team defensive wise so that'll be probably the easiest transition that part of it uh, is he easier to coach than Julian Edelman <laughs> well Julian's awful easy to coach I know that when he taking ground balls in Toronto he was uh, he shows great aptitude and it's easy to understand why he's the best slot receiver there is in football well that's that's high praise it is but it's true he'd play circles around that guy in Denver <laughs> Well, I'll say this. So, if, 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 and for those who don't know, when Brian Butterfield was a coach in Toronto, Julian Edelman came up, they put a uniform off them. For photos, go to wei.com. And, and, and Butter put him through his paces. So, if you had to identify a position that Julian Edelman would thrive in, and you have a good point, the slot receiver is. It might be conducive to a lot of positions out there, but if you had to identify one spot, Julie Edelman, you put him on the field, where would it be? We argued because he took ground balls at shortstop and then he took his fly balls in center field and he's got that short area, great acceleration, 
quickness and he's a great athlete so he showed up well in both and uh, I think the outfield inst instructor Dwayne Murphy argued that he'd be a better center fielder and we argued that he'd be a better shortstop so he'd have some versatility just like he has with the Pats. And the last question is give me a sleeper. Give me one sleeper in Pats camp. One guy that when people go down to Foxborough they get outside the ropes and they say that's we never heard of that guy before but Brian Butterfield told us to keep an eye on them, so we're going to do that. I've got two guys, uh, one on offense, a tailback from Indiana, Stephen Houston. He catches the ball. He's 225 pounds. He can run inside the tackles, uh, uh, and he plays. He played in a great conference. So Stephen Houston looked for him to make an impact in camp, and I like the kid Zach Moore. And looking at some, he's a defensive end out of Concordia. Uh, he's long, and he's uh, kind of interesting looking on video. So I'm looking forward to seeing both those guys. Well, I'm looking forward to you looking at them, both those guys, throughout the course of the year. So uh, thank you once again, Butter, for, uh, again, second appearance on the Bradford Show. Uh, your, your ghoul's distinctive clothing on the way. If you ever head over to Acton, right at the Rotary, right near the Concord Jail, head on mile and a half down, tell them I send you. I don't know what it'll do, but it'll be good for me. I love it, RB. Thanks a lot. New on Curiosity Stream. With my infrared drone, I can see what others can't. Drone pilot Doug Thrawn uses his bird's eye view for the ultimate good, saving animals from desperate situations around the globe. Join the rescue effort on a new season of Doug to the Rescue. And you captured a Confederate steamboat. We're taking a ship to freedom. An enslaved crew, a stolen vessel, and a Civil War dash to salvation on impossible escapes. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are twenty dollars, just a dollar sixty-seven a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. 